Welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends, discuss the things that adverb... Pierce? Don't matter. Don't. The things that don't matter. Uh, pathetically. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> pathetically matter. Pathetically matter. Pathetically, that's your adverb of the week. Yes. And I'm Aya. And I'm Josh. This is episode 29.5. I think uh, we're just going to call it 30. Or episode 30. <laughs> episode 30. I thought it was going to be 29A and 29B. <laughs> or 29A, 29B, just like those the tapes. confusing apartments or... The what? The tape, yeah. like flip the tape over to side B. Oh, oh that's way better. Yeah, ignore my. You guys other are too. Thing. Yes, you're just too like, young. We're too young you're both to know. Older than me, <laughs> technically. I remember B sides, kind of. Yeah, so this is part B of our episode with Pierre Safeman, and today we're going to continue talking about moving. So moving away. What are the benefits and difficulties? What are the consequences? What does it mean for self growth and do you need to move? Moving forward. Moving forward. Versus moving back. Yeah. We're going to get to the dance moves this week. This week we get to dance moves. Dance moves. Why don't we get into it? Let's get into it. Let's. And we're back. Can I ask it? Can I ask this question? Because this actually maybe for both of you, because you guys both moved within the city that your parents' yeah. place was, right? Did it make the transition easier that you could kind of keep visiting your parents' home, even though you moved out, that you could like come back anytime you wanted easily? Did that make things easier? For me, yeah. I mean, considering what I'm saying I did, which was not even move out completely, like I still was staying at home part of the week. So mm-hmm. for sure it was easier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was easier. I There isn't that same sense of urgency when you're moving within the same city and you don't have to move all your stuff out, it's like, oh, whatever, I'll get that stuff later. As opposed to like, I need all my stuff in one go because it's I'm not taking seven trips back and forth, right? So it, it's very different. I think it is a lot easier in some ways, although it's almost like too easy to leave things or to not finish the move. And in some ways, it's very nice to just finish it all in one go. But yeah, it is, it is easier, but it's kind of dragged out. At least it was for me because I'm a master procrastinator as well. So I'm just like... I'll just get that stuff later. Who needs the lamps and light? And who needs, I don't know. There were a lot of things I did not have for a long time. Like I remember getting to my new apartment and being like, I have a can of beans, <laughs> but I have no way of opening it. And I had like these very scrawny little arms. And I, I mean, I was like an 18 year old for whatever reason. And this sounds, I sound very, very uh, highly privileged right now, but we always had an automatic can opener. And I went to the store and I was like, I can't afford that. I'm just going to buy like this $5 thing at Walmart. It was just like one of those shitty little metal things. And I couldn't open a can. I was like, I was physically incapable of opening a can. And it was just like, Oh my God. So speaking of growing, like I needed to literally grow. This is what roommates are for. This is why I like, so I had a roommate Oh, (laughs) for that one. I had a roommate. This was my only, did you borrow a can opener from them or she borrowed their arms? She didn't have one, but she, I think I both didn't have (laughs) eventually she helped me. And I was like, um, hi, she was actually really nice, but she was older than me and like in teacher's college at the time. But anyways, I think I was like the weird roommate. You know how there's like always a problem roommate? Always one. I think I was that roommate and I didn't realize it. Yeah, there's usually at least one. But I also like, no. I was so cheap because I was like really scrimping. So I like, I was like, I, I don't have enough money to like buy actual things. So I remember building like shelves in quotations out of like 
I stacked like these cardboard boxes and taped them together. Oh, wow. Doesn't sound safe. It was in there. <laughs> it, I mean, it was just for clothes, so it was no. okay. But I was just like, this will work. And I never had a couch. Like, it was like bare minimum kind of thing for a little while. I mean, I've been to your place now. It's it's wonderful. It's got, it's got everything. This place is great. I also... So I had a lot of friends who moved away. For example, one of the tables that I have, a bunch of the chairs that I have are from like mm. friends that I had that were like grad students who ended up moving and they were like, ah, can you take my stuff? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I got a lot of stuff from that. That's exactly how it happens. I mean, all my dishes and all my forks, I think my friend Jacob was just like, I have all this stuff I need to get rid of. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I have dishes. <laughs> like, this is why yeah. I have what I No. All my stuff. Hey, I haven't bought, I don't remember the last time I bought it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm so, I don't want to say I'm cheap. Like, I'll buy things now, but I, I was living on a, like, Wendy's part-time salary for a little while when I was an undergrad. And I was like, I just need to be able to pay rent and I don't have money for anything else. So I'm not buying shelves. <laughs> shelves. <laughs> Who needs shelves out of wood? Now that it's been, you, you've been living, you know, away from home for a while, how often do you visit? How often have you both visited home since? Because it's easier for you to do that, right? I have to literally come back to my home country. I mean, I generally go every week Yeah. for Friday night dinner, unless I'm really busy, which I have been the last few weeks. But I should clarify, like, I've been in London, but I've moved almost every year. Like, oh, you keep, like, a different apartment. Why? Oh, it's a good question. Why? Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I, <laughs> I moved out into that first apartment. I had a really horrible roommate that after the other one and it was like really far from the bus and I was just like I, I can't do this anymore I moved into a different place that wasn't working the place was under construction I moved into a different place mm. I, when I was done um, undergrad I briefly moved into my parents place again then I moved out again for my master's wait what was that like briefly moving into your parents place again after all that it was all right I mean I think at the time there was also other stuff happening like COVID? my father had had a heart attack so I oh, was like I'm sorry no no this was a few years this was like 10 years ago already it was like near the end of undergrad and I was like okay I'll just be there while they're having issues or not issues but like just to support a little bit but I actually can't remember I think there might have been two separate times at that point because at one point it was also just like I don't know what I'm doing I'm just gonna move back it's kind of like let's move back to home base and like get my bearings again that's kind of what you did too Pierce right you move back to home base to get your bearings it's like a thing right yeah, yeah it is interesting I will say moving back home after being out is very interesting I've done it already a few times now, and there is like kind of a, a slope of how much freedom you're given. Right at the beginning, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember I, I'm used to you not even living here. So you're kind of treated like an adult. And then slowly, slowly, mm. it becomes more like, ooh, where are you going? Who are you going with? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I, are you going to call? Um, I don't want to. So uh, you kind of slowly regress back into like teenagerhood. At least I felt that way. I, even coming back home to visit for like a week or two, like just like yeah, over, did you feel a that week, way? Yeah. It starts happening. My dad's just like, "Well, who are you yeah. gonna go see? What? Why? Yeah, why do you want to do it and that it's like way? You, what if you do it this way? You realize, yeah, <laughs> like do you realize how much you haven't known about my life for the past like however many exactly. years, and now suddenly <laughs> you know." I mean, I've moved back for different reasons. Generally, it's it's very comforting at first, you know, it's home, mm -hmm. but eventually like my need for independence kind of overrides the comfort and uh at least that's from from my point of view i've also i mean i moved in an, like different places after that as well because i i moved in with my boyfriend at the time and then we moved actually we lived in three different places we moved into a house oh my god you moved a lot i moved a lot yeah you've moved more than even though you haven't moved like countries or cities or provinces like us i've moved at least moved like eight way more six than six 
six to ten times i feel i don't even know wow. and what the last time it was into a house <laughs> then and then i was like ah, and then i ran away and then i went back home to my parents place and then i moved into this place and i'm very happy here i've been here for a good two over two years now so it's the podcast it's, house it's the podcast house yeah <laughs> i just i know you live near my mom that's all i know i do actually i think i figured out where your mom lives because you said it's behind i'm not gonna i figured gonna it out tell everybody where his mom lives. I think she has, she has a really long driveway and she's the house behind yeah at the back end of the driveway yeah at the it's back like a, it's like a newer looking yeah. house yeah your mom is super nice she offered to actually maybe through you but she offered like to bring me um like bread one friday night that's oh. very sweet Chala, we call it Chala. i'm so- yeah i just i not everyone who listens to this is gonna know what challah is now they'll know they will now it's, it's bread now they know challah is egg bread it's really good for french toast for those of you listening if you're making french toast please use challah bread it's also just good it's also just good it's amazing i want i want challah right now so thank you for that. That's all I can think about right now. <laughs> you should ask Pierce's mom for it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I was going to mention briefly, I don't really have experience with like bad roommates, but I had, uh, I mean, in hindsight, it was funny at the time. I was like, what the heck happened? So me and my roommate, I lived in residence the first year. Mm-hmm. In the second year, I was like, I don't know. Like, who am I going to live with? Residence is like the dorms, right? Yeah, yeah. So second year, the like Chabad rabbi or somebody was like, connected me with somebody else and they're like hey i don't remember even how i figured this out but somehow they connected us to be roommates and we'd never met before mm-hmm. we're like hope we like each other mm-hmm. yeah anyway he was a good person we didn't really like hang out much he was an ivy business school uh whatever business school. are you sure he was a good person <laughs> hey that's where simu liu went yeah that's true that's where who the actor shang chi the shang chi actor who big big marvel movie have you seen kim's convenience <laughs> no Okay, whatever. Sorry, guys. He's an Asian actor. You know the big movie Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi? No. She doesn't know. No. It's a big Marvel film. The lead actor. We just keep saying the same thing. Anyway, the lead actor went to Ivy. He went to Ivy, yeah. He's like a year younger than me, I think. I thought he's like the same age. Or the same age. But you don't know that he's a nice person. He seems seems like a nice person. He might be a nice person. I don't know if he's a nice person. He's, He's a good actor. Hey, I worked at the business library and like met tons of Ivy students. Not a good experience. Not great. I remember one of my memories is like I was sitting in the library and this one girl was like, oh, my God. She was on the phone with her parents. She's like, oh, my God, you got me a car. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, no tushy warmers. Oh, no tushy warmers. OK, OK, well, still OK. OK, thanks. Can you get tushy warmer? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So she was a privileged like, person, you? but she still might have been a nice person. Debatable. <laughs> I think it's debatable. I don't think anyone who says that she was also in a public space. This was not a place where you're supposed <laughs> to be talking about tushy warmers. Like I would, I could hear her from the other side of the room being like, "You got me a car? Oh my god!" Like you're like, I don't even have a can opener. Yes. <laughs> Entitled is the word we're looking for. Entitled. You're yes. like my shelves. I mean, we're my all, shelves are made okay, out of cardboard but it doesn't boxes. Come, yeah, it's not even that. It doesn't even. It wouldn't matter if my shelves were made out of pure gold. Like which seems impractical, but it's the attitude. It's like, what do you, like if they gave me these pure gold shelves and I was like, no, tissue warmers on these shelves? Like, that's ridiculous. That's the problem. <laughs> anyway, I know some nice people who went to Ivy. I just need to well, say Well, my, my sister <laughs> oh, went to okay, Ivy sorry. and a bunch of, like half my cousins oh, went my- to <laughs> Oh, like half of Pierce, my, you I don't know, I love that. it. You waited to say that. I love it. Oh, whatever. Like half my cousins went to, went to Ivy. Also. <laughs> really? Wait, which ones? A I know your them. cousins. Not in London. Not the ones in Josh? London. My Toronto cousins. 
Josh. No, that is definitely staying in. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't, cousins. <laughs> I don't mean it. I, I just, I'm, care. I'm a snob. I'm sure they understand. I'm sure they knew those people. So they probably also agreed that they were, that there were some people and I, this was one they probably girl. Like I their can't tushy base warmers. a whole group on. I mean, Hey, who does I love tushy warmers. I like, but I, don't, I, don't like I wouldn't complain about it. No. And the ones that have like the back warmer too. It's too much. You know what word I haven't said since I was five? Tushy. <laughs> also that's the thing the way she was saying no tushy warmers and i was like what the fuck calls them that like, like it's a butt warmer seat. or lower back warmer. it's a seat warmer, it's a seat warmer. yeah that's what I there's a lot of words for it and you call them tushy warmers from now on anyways yeah so that was my roommate and that was all fine we didn't really interact much whatever and then during the summer neither of us were staying there and I think he said to me, like, hey, like, is it okay if my brother stays there in the summer? Like, he'll pay utilities and stuff. Mm. And I was like, yeah, whatever. We're not staying there. Who cares? And, like, we got a mail or something that said, like, hey, we're turning off your electricity because you're not paying hydro. Mm. I was like, what the heck? Like, Who he... wasn't paying hydro? So this was, like, my, my roommate's brother who was staying at our place who was supposed to be paying for this stuff. Oh. I was like, hey, um, we got this thing, like. I think your brother is supposed to be paying for this. He's like, oh, my brother is like such an idiot. Like, By the way, hydro is electricity, right? Hydroelectricity, yeah. Yeah, they don't call it. I don't think they call yeah. it that. In the well, States. it depends how you generate it. We have a hydro. Right, right. Yeah. I think that in general, though, you just call it hydro right. in Canada. Well, you don't have hydro everywhere. Yeah, wait, why is that? Can you explain that to us, Pierce? Because I actually don't know. I've never understood why hydro. We have a dam. It's made by hydroelectricity. So our hydro... I knew it was like Hydro London is like how we pay for our electricity. Yeah. But that's why it's called that is because it's I think it's made, made by, by it's with water. Hydro, I don't know if there's other hydro. places that are also called hydro, but are not actually hydro powered. And they just call mm. it that for no reason. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. Thank for you. For our American listeners out there. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, I didn't know. I don't think they, they don't really teach us that. You yeah. just have to, I guess, figure it out. So they turned off your hydro. Yeah. And I was like, that's not, that's not good. And also like. My dad or my parents were like mad at me because they're like, this is going to look bad on your dad's credit or something because his name is on the bill. And I was like, oh my God, I'm pretty sure that's nonsense, but whatever. At the time I was like, oh no. Yeah. Like, I feel like your dad's built up enough credit. Yeah. At this I, was point. Like, I don't <laughs> like, know. I wasn't going to argue with them. I was like, yeah, this is bad. Uh, sorry. So I like talked to my roommate and he talked to his brother and whatever. We figured something out. But then I went to the apartment because... I was going to check something. I don't know. So I went in and there was like literally garbage everywhere, just like all over the floor, like all over the place. Mm. And I was like, how do you live like this? I'm not even that mad. It's just like crazy. And so I like told my roommate that his brother was like living this way. <laughs> He's like, God, my brother, like, I'm so sorry. Like, we'll take care of it. And I was like, okay. Like, I wasn't even that, like, mad about it. I was just like, this is kind of bizarre. The roommate itself was fine. His brother, I don't know where he ended up, but that was interesting. That's my only sort of bad roommate experience. I'm sure Josh has more stories, but... Sometimes I worry I'm the bad roommate. Maybe you are. <laughs> so I yeah, I'm I, I could see that. No, I don't think... I think I'm okay now. There were times... Now? Again, when I moved to Los Angeles, that was my first time. Most other people, when they came here, I mean, it was for grad school, right? They'd already had that experience of living with roommates, but this was my first experience because right. I moved away from home. So 
I didn't understand. Like I was like taking up a common area in our small little place. They probably had to if they wanted to live in LA. Like it's so expensive. Yeah, yeah. but I, I just mean like yeah, I don't think I was totally. At least when I first got here, I wasn't as respectful of public of the common space. I just totally see you being just like not oblivious to it, but just like not realizing that there are these rules between roommates or like That's, being aware of. Those I think that was kind of boundaries. the case. I mean, I understood some basic ones, but like, yeah, I think that was the case early on, and I had to be. I just thought someone would tell me if something was wrong at first. I didn't just kind of assume yeah. things. Non-confrontational. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that was my, I think my first year I was learning all that. I think I got better after that. Up at all hours of the night, <laughs> making noise. Yeah. Have I ever told you guys the, that the story of like how someone tried to blow up our house? What? I don't think so. No. My first house that I moved into there. So I was living with three other roommates in, my, in a little house near USC, right? Mm. I could walk or bike back and forth. It was very close. There's like an upstairs and a downstairs, right? And they weren't connected. Like if you, we just lived upstairs, the four of us, and we go up these steps and live upstairs. And otherwise the two floors weren't connected. And the landlord, her name was Cecilia. I remember that she lived downstairs. And one day <laughs> we like looked out, I don't know. We looked out the window and we noticed it looks like police with guns are surrounding our house. <laughs> and we were like, what's going on? We we're like watching them fascinated. And then, you know, helicopters and stuff started swirling around. And we're like, what is going on? So my roommate gets on the phone and he's like, hey, the police have surrounded our house. What's going on? What do we do? He's like, whatever you do, don't move. Like, stay where you are. <laughs> we're like, uh, okay. And then we hear outside we hear somebody a cop like yell on like a megaphone get out of the house now <laughs> and we're like is he is he talking to us like he's like and the people on the phone are like no no just you guys you stay where you are right now we're like oh okay and then they yell whoever's upstairs in the house get out of the house right now <laughs> and we're like why would they tell you otherwise on the we're phone like then? i yeah. think we're gonna listen oh to the God. cops that are here <laughs> <laughs> so we we hung up I remember I went out first. I like went down those steps. I kept my hands up and the, you know, cop immediately came up and pulled me aside. He's like, how many of you are up there? I'm like, there's four of us. We're students. He's like, I've got four students. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> up here, I, you know, you know, please advise. He's like, all right, what you're going to do is you're going to, when I say go, you're going to run as fast as you can to the end of the street. What? Like across the, across the street. He's like, and go. And he did that for all four of us, one after another. I'm timing you. <laughs> and we all ran. Yeah, it was like a crowd of people standing there, including the landlord, Cecilia. And we were like, Cecilia, what's going on? And she's like, oh, yeah, my. And I couldn't remember if I think this guy that she lived with there was either her, <laughs> was either her boyfriend or her son. <laughs> I never knew which it was. <laughs> so one of the two, I think it was her boyfriend. I think. Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, she's like, yeah, he had a little bit too much to drink. Uh, I'm like, so what's going on? So apparently he had turned on the gas in the place and he was threatening oh. to like blow it up. He like sounds more like a boyfriend than a than a son. I, but okay. You never know. <laughs> and uh, anyways, so he was threatening to like blow up the house. And I wanted to stick around. There was like fire trucks and everybody surrounding the house. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> we we I think we just left for this situation we came back later it was all resolved you didn't want to see what happened i wanted to my roommates didn't for some reason i mean it sounds the like roommates nothing, are weird. it sounds like nothing happened they it, probably just arrested no him. it doesn't it's a whole thing happening it you but I mean, it didn't blow up it could have blown up i guess i don't know but it could have yeah i don't know i would have stuck around but okay anyways they said when we came back like it all smells like gas in there and they're like 
yeah, everything's fine now. You can move back in. Just I wouldn't light any matches. <laughs> That's what they said to us. No sparks. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I got terrified. We lit a fire by accident. We blow up. Don't light any matches. Don't rub any rocks too hard. Yeah. No static. <laughs> yeah, no static. The landlord was very surprised when we told her uh, we didn't want to. Li- we all didn't li- want to live there. In that year. <laughs> she was like, oh my God. Like, Why is there something wrong? We're like, no, we had a great time. It's just, uh, you know, just moving on. <laughs> well, I mean, it only happened the one time, to be fair, right? Was this like a weekly occurrence? Or? I mean, no, this was not a weekly occurrence, but it was, I mean, there were other little issues here or there, but I think that was enough to be like, let's find somewhere else to live. Yeah, I guess one time is is more than enough. It was instability. Let's just, also, we could hear, I forgot to say, we could hear before, as the cops were surrounding, we heard a bunch of like things breaking downstairs and things getting tossed oh, around geez. and screaming. So we heard like it sounded scary. Uh, oh yeah, she told us she's like he's gonna be going away for a little bit, <laughs> like just a little. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's when I I ended up moving into um, the mansion here, and my two of the other roommates moved in together. I actually became better friends with them. It turns out when I stopped living with them, when we moved away that's to like, normal. I think it's like we don't live together now, so we have to choose to be friends. Mm. And also, I wasn't just some like roommate anymore. We weren't. Because you judge people as a roommate, I think, different than you do as friends. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> you judge about how you live with them, not about whether you like them as a person. There are so many people that I am so happy with as friends, but I do not want as roommates. Most people, actually. <laughs> Probably most people for you, yeah. yeah. You would hate me as a roommate, Aya. You would hate me so much. I agree. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was I supposed to disagree? I, I mean, if you good roommates. I think honestly in some ways i think it would be fun if everyone had their own bathroom and area and we had like a shared common room i would be roommates with lots of people that would be super fun but sharing bathrooms and kitchens and yeah areas in most be... most places i've lived we all had our own bathroom oh. Ooh, but the okay. kitchen and the common room was shared i mean kitchen's not as bad bathroom i think bathroom is key because it's also like i need to use the bathroom right now and you're in it or like I don't know other people's germs. Plus, I'm a little bit of a I'm not a germaphobe, but I've got my. So I, I have a I have a question then here. Like, what do you guys think are the you know start wrapping things up here? Are there any yeah. consequences? Do you think to not moving, or what are you know what are the consequences not moving, or what are the benefits? Do you think in general to moving? I was gonna actually before you brought that up, I was I mean, it's kind of related anyway. That's actually, I was hoping to, it'd be related. to go go back to uh, what I mentioned at the beginning, maybe oh. about if you needed to move to grow yeah and i don't think so but uh i think you need challenges to grow Mm. for sure i don't think people move to be challenged but it i mean it could happen that way it's easier to find a challenge when you move maybe i don't think most people like think of it that way maybe they're thinking like i need something new or something like that Mm. but i maybe they don't even need to grow maybe they're good anyway but if you want to grow i think you need challenges that's a great quote you know i don't think you need to move to grow i think you need challenges to grow yeah i'm also just thinking about my life like i was living in london i didn't move anywhere i was just there and i was had lots of challenges or lots of things to grow from yeah i just i think also just because i feel like there is so definitely moving can present lots of good challenges and healthy things and all of that but I have occasionally felt that like people are like, oh, you've lived in the same place your entire life, like the same city. Like, and it's almost like, are you not worldly? Are you not, are you like closed in? And it's like, no, I mean, I travel plenty. I've spent a month in Israel. I've spent a month in Mexico. Like you seem pretty worldly to me. Well, thank you. But I mean, it doesn't necessarily 
mean that you're stagnant or that you're stuck in some ways. I mean, personally, I find I make a lot of growth mentally or in terms of whatever kind of development, just like somewhere, but like sitting alone with and like doing my own research or figuring things out. Like some of the biggest growing steps I've had have been when I've moved back in with my parents. Mm -hmm. And it's like, because that's when you kind of have to reassess and you're like looking at yourself in the context of your entire life. You're looking at yourself when you were a kid and you're like, how am I different from that kid? And how do I want to change even more? But didn't you have to move away in the first place to know that? Yeah, but I don't know that I would have had, like, I mean, I moved away, but I didn't move very far. Oh, yeah. And like, you don't have to move far. I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah. There are, I guess, like when you move back, that does seem like a particularly ripe opportunity for growth. Also, not necessarily. Sometimes you just revert back to your childhood mm. self and that's it. So it does depend on the person and like, whether you want to grow, I don't, I don't think everyone necessarily has all that self-awareness yeah. or, you know, everybody, some people are just fine from the beginning. I think that if there's consequences to moving or not moving or whatever you asked, Josh, yeah, there can be like, like what I said with when I was in Calgary and I was like, I don't really want to be here anymore, but like, I didn't feel comfortable enough to move on. Mm. So I was just kind of like hanging out in this place. I didn't really want to be anymore. Mm. So like, there's kind of like a consequence in that I wasn't doing what I wanted to do, but it was like out of, um, what's the word? Like I just wasn't confident enough or I wasn't like mm -hmm. at a level where I felt like I could do it. And that's probably what a lot of people stereotype. If they see somebody who's always lived in the same city, they're like, oh, you're probably afraid mm -hmm. to leave. Like yeah. that's why you're, you're mm -hmm. still here. Otherwise, well, I, I'm sure you would have left by now. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I think, I think we, we attribute moving sometimes to that growth. I think moving is a great way to can be a great way to do that. But like you said, those challenges can come in different ways. I do think it's important to, I mean, you don't have to get out of your city necessarily. You don't have to move out of your city, but of course I do think it's important to kind of see more of the world one way or another, yeah. right? Just in general, to get a sense of context and a sense of place, you know, where, and I, like you said, moving away from your parents' place and then kind of coming back, it gives you a good sense of that contrast, I think is really interesting and maybe even important to see. We do know, and maybe it's kind of a stereotype, we know those people like we hear, like they live on some farm in the middle of nowhere all their life and all the news and all the things they think about other people is just based on what they know in their tiny little bubble. I think one way or another, it's important to kind of get out of our bubble. Uh, I think if they're happy, then... Well, you can be happy. Okay, let me let me put it this way. Not, maybe not necessarily just for your happiness, but to also be like... It makes you happy. It can't be that bad. I think getting out of your bubble is important for gaining knowledge and, and having a better yeah. understanding of the world. But maybe not everyone wants to gain knowledge or understanding of the world. That's true. But also, I do think people who don't have that sort of knowledge and understanding, I think, I don't think it's good for the, for the world. I don't know. I have, I have a few beliefs about whether that's good for the world. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I agree with you. I just also like, I know what you're talking. There is that kind of insulated, never move past like a little town kind of thing and, and never look past your own little mini world. Yeah. That can be negative overall because there's no objectivity. Like you can't really be objective. Exactly. All you know is what you're, yeah. told him what you've lived because yeah you've never lived outside of that so i understand that mm -hmm. can be negative it's different if you have that bigger perspective and then you choose to do it anyway yes and you're like well this yeah. is i know there's more i know there's other things but this is yeah. actually what i want i want to live on the farm oh no yeah. but just knowing in the first place yeah. is, is yeah. Yeah, good yeah, yeah, enough yeah. too you like as long as you understand mm -hmm. and sometimes people have to it's kind of like all those different learners visual audio kinesthetic right as long as you understand there's a bigger world like some people actually need to move i think to learn 
Not everybody does. But who are we to tell those people? No, like, we're no, we aren't. We aren't. You're right. We shouldn't tell people. Maybe some people are okay being, because I, I don't want to say like they're okay being ignorant, but like, I think a lot of people are fine with that. And like, maybe mm-hmm. we're being judgmental because we're. No, it's totally fine. Because we see the world with this worldview yeah. that like, you need to know more and you need to be more you need to have a, a deeper understanding of everything. But like, I mean, people right. get to live their lives how they want. So you're right. You should never tell somebody how to like do things. Of course, I guess I have this kind of personal belief because I've what worked for me, right. That it's good to get like uncomfortable a little bit. Like we were saying, Pierce, I think that just being comfortable is not necessarily going to lead to happiness or lead to fulfillment. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's good to get uncomfortable because and and take risks in life because as far as we know you yeah. only live once what? and that's how you feel rewarded sorry sorry to tell you I damn it oh <laughs> I'm reading a book right now where the guy gets reincarnated after he dies so oh okay then never if it? that's the case then you know I'll whatever, tell you do whatever you want with this life if you remember. tell me now tell me now okay fine tell me I don't now. love the book but it's called the first 15 lives of Harry August oh I don't know, I don't know. It's this guy who okay, gets cool. well actually people who get when they die, they start their life over and they remember everything from the last life and it just keeps repeating. Oh, that's cool. I thought it was I cool. Want that. It's yeah. Anyway, <laughs> still reading okay. it. Okay. What I was getting at with the consequences earlier is that of not moving. I mean, it's not necessarily moving. It's really making like any decision in your life that you're not making because you're kind of afraid to. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, ah, you know, maybe I'd be happier if I like move there, but like, I'm kind of scared. So I'm just going to stay here because this is what I know. That's what I meant with the comfort thing. Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, something else that I, I think is interesting to me, like the last year or two years, or maybe even more than that, I thought about moving and was like, I'm not happy. Like I'll go somewhere else and then it'll be better. And people would say like, Mm. there's this saying, I think there's a book called wherever you go, there you are. Mm. Meaning that well, if you had those problems there and you go to this new place, you're just going to be in a new place with the same problems. Becomes your new normal. Yeah. yeah. So just moving somewhere doesn't necessarily like do anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I had that feeling like when I checked out Toronto last year and like I was just panicking while I was there. I was like, well, now I'm here. Like, I don't feel any different. Like, this didn't change anything. Mm. I mean, I was just visiting. Whereas I've grown a lot in the last year. Mm-hmm. Again, I've grown a lot in the past few years, but this past year too, to the point where I felt more ready to actually do it. And even though when I came to check out Toronto this time, I actually still thought like, I'm going to go. I'm not going to like it though. But like, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to do. So I'm just going to go because that's all I know what to do now. So I, I went in with like kind of low expectations, but it actually went well because I feel like I was actually able to like, experience those things without being like really afraid or there weren't things holding me back Mm. whereas if i went a year ago and stayed here for a month i don't know that i would have had the same experience Mm. so i don't think it's just moving Mm. like i think you need to i mean maybe at some point you have to like take the leap and just go but if you're not prepared like i feel like when i went to calgary i wasn't ready to like make those social connections on my own I mean, maybe it didn't matter anyway. Maybe I still wouldn't have liked it, but moving on its own isn't going to like necessarily change your life. So it's important to kind of make some personal growth as well first. Don't just expect that moving is going to fix all your problems or make you grow. For, like you have to still do the work internally. Yeah, you need to be willing to, to do that. Otherwise, yeah. if you're like, I'll just go there and like people will just walk up to me and become my friend. You're like, oh, now that's not happening. Oh God, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you move away because you're sad where you are, 
still probably going to take your sadness with you. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right? Like, well, not not necessarily. If you're sad where you are, sometimes probably. moving away, you'll actually be happy. Yeah, it but if you're sad where why, you are, it depends why. That, yeah, it depends why. That's why. Yeah. 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 I was like more recently. I've just been feeling more like bored. Like I started doing something a couple of months ago. I don't know if I was like leading up to this naturally with what I was doing in my life. Or if I just randomly found this, but I was trying to figure out how to connect with people. Like I know how, but I was like, there's, there's another way. Like, how can I learn more about this? How can I like get better at mm-hmm. connecting with people and making friends? And I watched like some different videos, TED talks, and they were talking about your body language and all these kinds of things. And after watching a few kind of like self-help books too, where you get through these, a few of these and you're like, okay, there's not actually that much to this. Like all kind of the same i found one that was like it talked about like having your body kind of like open was it the what every body is saying by joe navarro i didn't read that book but i that kept coming up and i saw different reviews and decided not to read it okay it's not bad i read it it's like it's kind of like the main one yeah that's what i saw but i yeah i watched some ted talk or something about like having your body be open and one day i was like i'm just gonna try this and i just like went for a walk and like tried to be really physically open. Like I like had my hands out kind of. Like in your, yeah. Yeah. And like, there's a name for that. I forget, but like having the open palms. Yeah. It was kind of awkward to walk like that, but I did it anyway. It is weird. And uh, (laughs) I was, it also helped me like keep in mind what I was doing because I was doing this kind of awkward thing. I was like, I'm being open. I'm going to like be open to everybody. I tried to say hi to everybody as I went on this trail like people just strangers. And they're like who is this fucking guy with these open hands yeah and everybody was like i felt like it was like the friendliest not like i didn't become friends with Aww. anyone but i felt like it was the friendliest walk i ever had with just greeting people oh that's so nice and most yeah. of them were just like hey or like how's it going or like whoa such nice weather but i was like wow like it, it's working and then i was like i'm gonna do this again and then i kept it's doing working. that i tried to find like events to go to cool. and it was like I'm going to make all these friends. I'm going to like do all these things. And then I tried to find events in London. I was like, there's nothing. I, there's nothing to do. I Sounds like Toronto is the place for you if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. So yeah, it's been easier. It's been really easy here. Wow. Okay. There's just lots of people doing, I've just mostly been playing board games. Like after this podcast, I'm going to go play board games. <laughs> nice. What board games do you guys play? I've been playing different stuff, but there's a board game cafe here called Snakes and Lattes. Oh, I feel like I've heard that. There's a bunch of them. Cool. And it's walking distance from where I'm staying. I'll just go walk cool. there and there's a meetup cool. with like 20 people. And... and it's like people you don't know? Yeah. I've met some of them and seen some of the same people a few times now. Okay, cool. But yeah, mostly people I don't know. I feel really like comfortable i went to some meetups when i lived in calgary and was like so uncomfortable to talk to people like i just felt stressed out the whole time and uh, now i don't really feel that way anymore but that's because you changed yeah. yeah yeah it's not i'm not it's not a comment yeah. on the city it was more about the timeline right. can i just say something yeah. pierce before we, we we finish up here no. is that i think we're done <laughs> sorry i said no you can't we're oh, done. oh okay never mind <laughs> no i i just this has been another episode. Sorry, <laughs> I just want to say that, like, I I think it's really wonderful catching up with you now in this kind of state, and you you, you know what you're doing with your life. Considering what we talked about last time, I think the last episode that we had you on, we talked about mortality, right? And you were talking about. I remember the the growth that you were working through at that time. I just want to say, like, seeing where you are now. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you've made like 
a ton of progress since then. Yeah. I still don't believe, it's been less than I a feel year. like it's been more than a year, but I guess if it's you're been less saying, than a year, yeah. you've made so much progress. That's why. so weird. I mean, there's lots of other stuff I did that I aren't really relevant to this episode, so I'm not going to go into it, but mm-hmm. yeah, there are other stuff that I did that probably helped with this. I just think it's going to be fascinating listening for anyone listening to that episode and then listen to this episode. And another year from now or six months or however long to what I'm doing next year. Oh, we'll probably be done by then. I you'll yeah, sure. be done podcasting by then. It's, there's going to be no more podcasts. Oh, right no. Just Not if I have my way. I'm just kidding, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do it like a spe- like a reunion special just for me. Yeah. Just like for we you. got the crew back no, together no, just be. for old times. <laughs> yeah. I, no, but I just do. I do want to say that I'm really inspired by that. And um, I feel like I've been learning a lot from you every time, you know, the things you've been sharing. Has it changed your life? I bet it has. I bet, you know, I'd have to go think about how, but <laughs> I know I know that I feel... Every time we have a conversation, I know that I leave with something that I can use. That's nice. So, use. Yeah, yeah, that I can use in my own life. In one of your films? Yeah, maybe in my own films. <laughs> hey, Josh, no taking our lives and putting them on your little <laughs> screen. He did that already with lots of people. That's true. That's true. You guys are just fodder. You guys are fodder for my work. I don't think I'm in any of your films, though. No, I'm not either. Well, I hope that can change one day. Like even as like a like an actor playing me. Like as a character. Yeah. Like someone playing you. Well, maybe all that can change. Have you based any any characters on us, Josh? Uh, anyway, guys, this has been a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that I hope it. I hope things um, moving forward with your move go, you know, really smoothly, Pierce. And I'd love to hear updates. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And we're ready for your comedy stand-up now. Yeah. <laughs> Please perform for us in front That's of That's what this past call. whole this whole thing. Been... Exactly. This was a preamble for the real. Just, just the real getting thing. ready. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about your moving, Josh? Nope. I mean, you haven't, you've kind of been at that place for a while now. So like seven years, eight years here. Yeah. Ooh. I will. The only thing, the only thing I'd like to add is that, that I would add is that there is a grieving process. I think when you've moved in the sense that like you gain things, I think, but you also lose things. When I say lose things, I mean, like I have friends that I from back at home, some of my favorite people in my world, my best friend from back at home, right? Uh, Roman, like when I left, that was the hardest thing. Like, and I just told myself, Oh, we're going to call and talk every day and everything. And it's, you know, I try to do stuff like that, but it's hard. It's really hard. And the fact, you know, I always just had this dream that we were both going to someday somehow end up in the same place. We'd both move and end up living around each other. And that so far is not exactly how things have worked out. You know, there is an element of not everything that is with you now will last forever in the way that it is. And I think that is just the the nature though of, of moving. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to make an effort to stay connected, but uh, it still won't be the same as if you were, it won't be the same as what it was when you lived. On the other hand, it can't look one of my best friends here. My, uh, I've talked about him before. His name's Leopold. The guy I actually lived with in my first year. What? I thought he lives in France. Well, he lives in France now, but we lived together. What I just talked about living in our first year with the house that almost blew up. I lived with Leopold there. Oh, so he knows, he knows that story. Oh, he is part of that story. Yeah. He and I live there together. He just tells it in French. We went through school together and we lived here together for years. He moved back to France, but we talked to each other like almost every single day. Our relationship is actually still advancing and growing. I feel very close to him. I know he's going to come back to visit soon and I'll go visit there. And who knows where we talk every single day. You and I talk a lot too now, which I love. Not as much as Leopold, though. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm a lower tier friend now. No, actually, I don't talk to anybody as much as I talk to Aya. Josh, we don't talk every day. <laughs> what? what are you, Finn? No, I'm talking about like. From- oh, that's not even close to true, though, because I I don't talk to you every day. There no, are very but we talk. But then when we do talk, we talk for a very length. long time on podcasts. 
Oh, I see. I'm making what a podcast okay, joke. Gotcha, gotcha, no, gotcha, I and I try gotcha. to talk less actually, so that we can save stuff for the podcast. <laughs> That's true. Every time you start having an interesting conversation, I'm like, stop it. Write this it is down. Good podcast. It's real. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. I'm not wasting this on our normal conversation. My goal is to be stable enough, financially stable enough, that I can just go and see whoever I want to see, wherever they might be, and I don't feel that kind of disconnect from people just because of having you know moved away. Right. The idea that. Yeah, we can go check in on each other frequently enough that it doesn't, you know, and one of the things I think moving does is it makes the world smaller to us. I do think that's important to make the world feel smaller. So we don't feel like, again, it gives us that sense of context and space. I think that's really important. I was going to mention one thing that you said about leaving and you're like, we're going to stay connected. We're going to talk all the time. And then it didn't really work out that way. When I was leaving Calgary, there were like these coworkers who I'd see like basically every day and I felt kind of close to. And I said, you know, people say that they're going to like, ah, we'll stay in touch. And I was like, this is not going to happen. I was like, I'm not saying this to be like mean, but like, you said that to them yeah i was like once like we're gone like there's gonna be nothing to talk about because all we talked about was work because that was the only thing we did together Mm. and now that we're not working together it's like there's nothing to say other than like how's work going right and i was like you're never gonna hear from each other again pretty much so i will say though once you've moved if you want to keep in touch and make relationships work and build you can do that you know my 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 friend uh, mitch actually he's a guy he's a lead actor in a bunch of my movies we met as i was leaving london we became friends as like in that transitionary period as i was leaving london to los angeles it's like usually you tell yourself that's a terrible time to make friends like why would you make friends with someone and then move right but we did. We became friends there. and Or it's the perfect time because then there's no like pressure to actually <laughs> hang out with them. It's like, yay, we're friends now. Bye. Oh, that's, how, that's how you think, right? Um, <laughs> but I would like to hang out with my friends. We became friends then. And then we continued to talk, you know, online or the phone. And then I would come back and we'd shoot movies together and we'd hang out. And our friendship has blossomed, even though we became friends at a time of moving and, you know, having physically moved away from this person. And I just went to prove to me, and I always like to share with others that it's very possible to continue and even build friendships after you've moved. It's not an impossibility. Yes. Josh loves friends. That's the moral of this podcast. Adulthood friends. Adulthood friends. (laughs) This has been another episode of Adulthood Friends. Thank you for joining us. Thanks again to our guest, Pierce. And if you enjoyed this episode, and I would assume you have since you've listened all the way through, please subscribe if you haven't already. And you can follow us on Facebook if you're on Facebook and Instagram, I think as well. Josh is in charge of all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'll keep you updated on things. And you can listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, blah, 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 blah. Wherever you're listening is probably fine. Apple. Rate five stars. Yeah, rate us five stars. Rate. Well, if you think we deserve five stars, but if not, then don't. Feel free to leave us feedback. That would be great. We just do this for fun. So please tell us how we can improve if you want, but we'll probably just keep doing exactly what we're going to do. No, we were going to be millionaires, just like Pierce and his job after you moved to Calgary, right, Pierce? (laughs) <laughs> yes sponsor us who do you want sponsored by i don't know anybody anybody who thinks they i can't think of it's off my head. i'm not really a sponsor person oh what do i want for free cats no i have cats i have a cat You're probably uh, a cat toy sponsorship okay so how do we usually end this uh end this thing guys pierce do you know how we end this thing uh, i've forgotten it's been so long i think one of us is like talking and then I'll come see my set next week i'll be performing <laughs> live all night <laughs> tip your waiters and whatever the rest of that thing is oh my god what's that over there
still recording, by the way. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I stopped it. Trying to incriminate you. <laughs> this is going to make it harder for me to edit. <laughs> okay, bye.